Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. So my phone has been ringing off the wall with reporters and others asking for on-the-record or off-the-record information about my time at CNN uh, and what I know about what's been going on with the demise and the explosion of CNN as a company. And I figured, all right, fine, I'll respond, but I'm going to do it on my own platform. I'm not going to do it through some sort of interview. Many of you know I spent seven, a little over seven years as a conservative commentator at CNN. I was hired by Jeff Zucker, who just got fired. Uh, CNN is being held hostage in many ways by Chris Cuomo because Chris Cuomo knew damning information and Andrew Cuomo knew damning information about Jeff Zucker and his relationship uh, with a subordinate. They are trying, and, and, and it's very clear that Cuomo is trying to get a big payday. He wants a huge settlement for them firing him over what was going on with his brother because his point was, hey, CNN knew I was doing it. CNN was helping my brother, and he basically said, I'm going to put out damning information if you guys don't give me a payday. That's what we're being told right now. Now, before I get into any more of this, I want to remind you, please hit the subscribe button the auto-download button so you get this podcast every day. And please hit the share button and share this podcast with any of your family and friends or everywhere you can on social media so more people can hear this story. We're also being told now through some reporting that there's going to be a settlement of around $9 million so that he won't file the lawsuit against CNN referring to Chris Cuomo. That's what reports are now saying. Now, let me be clear about this CNN probe so you understand the context of this. What what the CNN probe is doing is they're basically saying that Jeff Zucker had unethical ties to Andrew Cuomo. Uh, there was a, a, a lengthy piece published connecting the dots between the former head of CNN, Jeff Zucker, and the disgraced former governor, Andrew Cuomo. All right. The piece's goal was basically to lay out how this connection, very tight relationship between the head of CNN and his number two at CNN, Allison Gulust comprised uh, everyone at the far-left outlet, from Jake Tapper to Wolf Blitzer to Allison Camerato to Brian Skelter, their media reporter. Now, according to the latest, not only uh, was the reporting correct about the network-wide corruption, it was even worse than many had assumed. And many, you know, assume the worst about CNN because, well, CNN is the worst. So basically what happened is this. Zucker had a, 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 a woman that he had a relationship with, Golas, was very close to Andrew Cuomo and served as the former governor's communication director until 2013 when she joined Zucker, who had just signed on to run CNN. 
Then what happened? Well, Zucker just happened to hire Andrew's little brother, Chris Cuomo, as his morning anchor. And then what happened after Chris flamed out in the morning perch, instead of firing or demoting him, he was promoted to prime time. Then he believed he didn't have the temperament for early morning TV. So, let's go back over this. you got a governor with presidential ambitions, got a little brother anchoring a primetime hour, and a former communications director for him in the number two chair at the same communications chair who was hooking up with the boss. And so what did CNN do for Andrew Cuomo? Pretty much everything. Everything that he could have asked for and more. There are many reporting based on what everybody saw within the building, that Andrew Cuomo got special treatment and maybe even coaching from CNN's top people, including the number two at the network, who was having this relationship with Jeff Zucker. We saw CNN discredit even Andrew Cuomo critics using the entire news apparatus to attack people that discredit Andrew Cuomo. And during the early days of COVID, when Andrew was funneling uh, scarce and crucial testing resources directly to friends and family for COVID-19 tests and pouring infection into vulnerable nursing homes, causing tens of thousands of seniors to die. What did we see? We saw CNN give Andrew Cuomo countless hours of primetime coverage to make him look like he was the governor of America. He got that book deal, if you remember. Why? Because he had the hookup from the CEO, the number two, who was hooking up with the CEO, who used to be his communications director, and his brother, all at CNN putting out this fodder. So you look at 2019 and much of 20, what we saw with CNN, all of CNN, everyone at CNN on a mission to turn Andrew Cuomo into a presidential candidate as a president in waiting, a position that they said and they believe would take down, I believe, Donald Trump. In other words, everyone at CNN, every anchor, every reporter agreed to service this, the, the demands of Jeff Zucker, his woman, Golust, Andrew Cuomo, or I say Chris Cuomo, and all of them were involved. Everyone at CNN basically hoard out their credibility to benefit Andrew Cuomo. And they did so willingly because everyone at CNN knew that this was the mission of the four of these individuals. Yes, I I believe that everyone at CNN knew that Zucker and Golos were doing what they were doing. When I was there, it was not a secret. I'm a conservative commentator, and people talked about it to me. I'm, I'm considered the enemy at CNN, right? And it was talked about openly around me. I remember having a discussion about it at the 2016 convention in Cleveland. It was not a secret. Everyone knew they were very tight, and everybody knew that Golas had ties to Andrew Cuomo and to Chris Cuomo. But no one at CNN, and this is why it's bigger than just Zucker, refused to participate in this obscene misinformation campaign to make Andrew Cuomo the president. Brian Skelter, he was number one 
Oliver Darcy, number two, the minions of Zucker who did whatever he told them to do. Ruin people's lives if they asked him to. Build people up if he asked them to. And it's obvious that you had a guy by the name of Jeff Zucker and Amy, his woman, and everybody else who were in this misinformation campaign to make Andrew Cuomo the president of the United States of America. Remember, he was the most loved politician in America at a point. He even got what was an Emmy for his news cast his his daily updates on covid and everybody was saying got to do what new york's doing look how amazing they're doing behind the scenes what was going on it was a whole lot worse rolling stones magazine is now reporting cnn probe eyes this is their headline want to be very clear about this this is their headline eyes jeff Zucker ties to andrew cuomo the ongoing investigation which exposed an affair that led to zucker's abrupt resignation has expanded to include possible improprieties during Cuomo's tenure as the governor of New York. In relationships, timing is everything, and the timeline on Jeff Zucker and Allison Golas coupledom is not only off for more than two decades, off by more than two decades, sources say, who have worked with the pair. The CNN power couple also repeatedly lied about their relationship to their corporate bosses. That's part of the reason why they got fired. According or he got fired. According to CNN, Zucker's February the second resignation memo to staff, the romantic relationship would mark a flagrant violation of corporate policy given that Golos, the network's top communications executive, was a direct report to Zucker for most of her nine year tenure there, began sometime in the past, they say, COVID years, two years. Golos said in the same memo, Jeff and I have been close friends and professional partners for twenty years years recently our relationship changed during COVID. i regret that we didn't disclose it at the right time added zucker the relationship evolved in recent years now i don't really care about any of that what i care about is the bigger idea here and the bigger issue here what i care about is the fact that the entire apparatus of cnn was used to basically make andrew cuomo president and then when chris cuomo got fired for everything he was doing to help his brother then He said, all right, I'm going to burn everybody down. You guys are going to put me out to pasture. I'm going to put you out to pasture because you were in on this too. You, Jeff Zucker, you, Amy, were giving advice to my brother, even advice on how to do his press conferences is what apparently was going to be exposed in the lawsuit if they didn't pay him the money, which was millions of dollars. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The idea, by the way, that Chris Cuomo is somehow the bad guy for trying to burn down CNN after CNN clearly was involved in the same exact things that he was doing, which got him fired, which was advising his brother, which was totally unethical, but clearly, I think, sanctioned from CNN 
is the part that really makes me laugh about all of this. Like, what did you think he was going to do? If CNN and the entire apparatus were helping try to make Chris Cuomo's brother, Andrew Cuomo, into the presidential candidate, and it was getting advice from the top guy and the number two in command who there's this inappropriate relationship with the chief marketing officer, and then you're the only one that gets fired over it, a.k.a. Chris Cuomo being fired, wouldn't you want to get paid what you're owed on your contract? I would. And, and all these other people that are furious over this, right? Like, there's all these people that are, you know, yelling at the heads of the new, the new leaders of CNN, right? Like, how dare you do this? This is unfair. Uh, even Jake Tapper, which makes me laugh, apparently referred to Chris Cuomo as a terrorist in the way that he is, you know, uh, getting Jeff Zucker fired, which is just hysterical to watch a dumpster fire. Because if you're Chris Cuomo and you've been accused of trying to burn the place down, by using, quote, incriminating evidence of Jeff Zucker's relationship with his colleague and with your brother to make sure you get paid the $18 million exit payout that they still haven't paid you yet, I, I go back to what I said a moment ago. What, what did you think you were gonna, what was going to happen here? Do you think he was just going to go away? Like, Chris Cuomo is one of the most arrogant and cocky individuals I've ever met in TV in my life. His brother is the most vindictive, and the Cuomo family is the most vindictive family in modern political history in New York. Did you really think this was going to end differently? I don't feel bad for anybody involved here because it's all a cesspool uh, of basically media corruption where they pick and choose winners. They silence those they don't like. They build up those they like, and they basically got busted in it when it didn't work out right one time. When Chris Cuomo and Andrew Cuomo had a relationship that was absurd, when they had this relationship that was totally insane, and it was done because of the heads of CNN doing it at this time, there, of course, this was going to end badly for everybody involved at some point because this wasn't actually doing the news. This was pushing and promoting propaganda. Now, if CNN needs a reminder of why CNN is trusted by no one, let me just remind them, okay, how many things they've gotten wrong. It should not be a mystery why no one trusts CNN anymore. It should not be a mystery why the building is being burned down. I will remind you of this montage we put together of all of the things that CNN has gotten wrong just over the last couple of years. We are not fake news. We are real news. Much of the dossier has been corroborated. Some rioters were planning to murder lawmakers. What does Putin have on Trump? Has Trump been compromised? That Kavanaugh aided and abetted in the commission of a gang rape. But it does look like that young man to me is taunting the Native American Vietnam vet and he's in his face. When you start whipping people with, and you want to split hairs between reins and whips. There is no evidence of any wrongdoing by either Joe or Hunter Biden. Looking ahead to 2020, uh, one reason why I'm taking you seriously as a contender is because of your presence on cable news. A widely held conspiracy. By, by the way, that was, that was the, 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 you know, Mr. Potato Head, Brian Skelter, saying that to Avenatti about him being possible presidential candidate. Remember, CNN made Avenatti the disgraced lawyer, right, who's, you know, been convicted now of crimes in jail into a superstar, which goes back to the example I was saying about the corruption at CNN. I remember sitting there like, what world am I living in when I was under contract with them and I was ready to leave CNN, couldn't wait to get the hell out of there. It's the hardest job I've ever had being a conservative. I tried to fight the good fight, tried to fight the commies. It was impossible at the end. 
because they took people like Avenatti, for example, because he was a guy that hooked up with a porn star, you know, in this court case against Donald Trump. And they said, let's make him into a star. Let's make him trusted. And they did it. Everything I've been playing for you so far is lie after lie after lie. You know, you see you see the grandstanding there by Dick Tepper. Let's be clear. There's nothing. There's nothing to the wrongdoing of Hunter Biden or Joe Biden. Well, we now know because the number one best-selling book that's out right now, there's a hell of a lot of wrongdoing. And now people are calling for a special prosecutor to investigate Hunter Biden. So if you want to know why no one is watching CNN and no one trusts CNN and you want to know why the head of CNN has just, you know, been kicked out and there's this dumpster fire, it's because you guys didn't do the news. You did propaganda and you got busted doing the propaganda on Andrew Cuomo and a multitude of other things. By either Joe or Hunter Biden. Looking ahead to 2020, uh, one reason why I'm taking you seriously as a contender is because of your presence on cable news. I, I, again, Brian Skelter, I have to go back to this. This is Mr. Potato Head on TV saying to Avenatti, you know, I'm taking you seriously as a contender for the presidency. Why? Because you had dirt on, you, you, you basically tried to blackmail the president of the United States of America with, with Stormy Daniels? That's, and, and he says, he says, it's because of your presence on cable news. In translation, CNN has created you and turned you into something Avenatti so big without doing any background checks on you, without looking at your past, without seeing what a scumbag lawyer you actually are. This dude's now in jail, right? Because we decided it. We decided, and Jeff Zucker decided, and I'm sure Amy was involved in Cuomo's, let's make Avenatti into a star. Now we're talking about you being a contender for the White House. Because of your presence on cable news. Why? Because we've made you big on cable news. Without CNN, Avenatti doesn't exist. Which goes back to what I was saying about Andrew Cuomo. CNN decided to do exactly what they had done to Avenatti. They take a guy and they say, this is the guy we want. You got his former comms director, number two at CNN. You got the president who's all in on this. You got his little brother on prime time. And they decided as a, as a foursome to turn him into the top presidential candidate of the Democratic Party. They decided to not report the news. They decided to propagate, uh, put propaganda uh, uh, in the news to turn him into America's governor, just like Rudy Giuliani was America's mayor after 9-11, which took an actual event to do that. I'm sure they talked about him writing a book, which he wrote, a book he got paid millions for. While, while the decisions he were making were causing seniors to die in nursing homes, he was writing a book about how great he got it with a pandemic. We all know it was all lie. It was all propaganda. It was all made up by CNN, the same way that CNN looks at Avenatti, a random attorney, and says, you know what? We, I'm taking you seriously as a presidential contender. This is CNN, the most trusted name in news. Because of your presence on TV, that we've created your presence on TV, and we've turned you into a star because we decide and we kingmake Democratic candidates for the White House, including a guy like Avenatti, which is no different than the plan they did with Andrew Cuomo. But then when the you-know-what hits the fan at CNN, and then they got to figure out how to protect Andrew Cuomo for a, a, a ridiculous decision to prop up his brother, they tried to save him. And then when they realized they got to the point where they couldn't save him, they got rid of him. And then when they didn't want to pay him out the money in his contract, he said, okay, well, you guys were all in on this too, so I'm going to expose you too. And then all of a sudden it comes out, well, you know, there's this relationship with Zucker and this woman. And I don't even care about that. I really don't care. I want to make that clear. It, what, what I do care about is how corrupt the entire organization is at CNN. They do not do news. They do propaganda for the left. 
They are not the most trusted name in news. Look, look at you. Got to wonder. I'll give you an example. You know the guy, their legal analyst, Jeffrey Tubin. You can't tell me you can't find somebody to do what Jeffrey Tubin does better than what he does because every time that America watches Jeffrey Tubin, who was the guy busted masturbating literally on a Zoom call with colleagues at a newspaper and got fired from that job. CNN keeps him and tries to rehabilitate him doing this awkward interview with Allison Camerato on set, right? Or Brooke Baldwin, whoever the hell it was. And they, and they, and they kept him. He's still on the payroll. He still works at CNN. You got to now ask yourself the question, why did they work so hard to keep a guy that was masturbating on a zoom call with colleagues? What does he know about Jeff Secker or about Amy? What does he have on the network? What was he asked to be involved in that they knew that they didn't rehabilitate him and bring him back, that he was going to then sue CNN and he was going to win and expose CNN for what they are, which goes back to the headline from The Independent. Chris Cuomo accused of trying to burn down CNN after revelations led to President Jeff Zucker quitting. Accused of burning down the house. CNN had already lit the match. CNN had already lifted, uh, had already lit the match, y'all. Like, this is not... The idea that Chris Cuomo is the bad guy here, he's not the bad guy. Everybody involved at, at, at CNN were in on this. Why do you think, you know, there's all these leaks coming out that all these people at CNN are angry and upset and frustrated and furious and calling at Chris Cuomo a terrorist for getting Jeff Zucker fired? Why do you think all these people that are around that are obsessed like Jake Tapper that are totally obsessed with Jeff Zucker, acting like it was a funeral when Jeff Zucker got fired, that he was the North Star, as it was reported, as you know, of the, of the organization. Why do you think they're talking this way? Because he protected them and he decided who became famous. The question now is how many of these people have no jobs anymore moving forward when they, the company has this merger in a couple of months? The question is how many of these people are going to be on the sidelines and no longer going to get the special treatment from Zucker and Zucker's team? Right now, you got to actually, like, I don't know, do your job and do it well. How many of these people are going to disappear? How many of the Jim Acostas, how many of the Brian Skelters at CNN are going to be done now? How many other people are going to get burned down at CNN? And I bet you there's a very good chance this is not the last one. Okay, want to make that clear. My gut is there's a very, very, very good chance that this is the tip of the iceberg of what's going to happen at CNN. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Joining me now to talk about all of this is Matt Slapp. He's the chairman of the Conservative Political Action Coalition, known as CPAC, the nation's uh, biggest conservative grassroots organization. If you have not signed up uh, to go to CPAC, you need to do it right now. It is going to be an amazing event. Uh, President Donald Trump is coming. Mike Pompeo is coming. Uh, Governor DeSantis is going to be speaking down there as well. Uh, the biggest names and conservative 
uh, movement are going to be speaking at CPAC that is just a couple of weeks away in Orlando. So go on their website uh, and sign up. I will be speaking there. I will see you there. Be on Radio Row as well. So I'd love to see you and say hello. Uh, Matt, I appreciate you coming on. And I, I want to get into uh, you just wrote a book at the um, Desecrators. And I think it ties in so perfectly to what we are witnessing at CNN right now in this dumpster fire. And I don't care about the relationship. I've said that over and over again. It was public knowledge. I knew it for years. I mean, it had been talked about for years, this relationship between Jeff and Amy. That is the point I don't want people to get hung up on. The clear thing that was happening at at CNN was they were picking winners and losers using the airwaves for 100% political propaganda. Whether it was Avenatti, the porn star lawyer that they said was a, quote, legitimate contender for the White House, they said that on CNN. They said because of his presence on uh, cable news, which was the presence of him being on cable news on CNN. And then they said, we like Andrew Cuomo. We think he's the guy. We think he could be better than Joe Biden. We think he's electable. We think we can make him into the president because we're going to turn him into America's governor. And it was very clear the entire network, every anchor was behind this push to make Andrew Cuomo the biggest star of COVID. And now all of this is coming out while people were dying in New York. Your reaction? Yeah, I know. That's exactly right. Let me just say one thing about Jeff Zucker. I agree with you that I think people uh, deserve to have their private lives. Uh, the only thing I find amazing, and I have a lot of friends in the media business who are very high profile, is amazing as they are criticizing Donald Trump for every impropriety under the sun, they're actually guilty of what they charge us all of doing. It's just amazing how that's true over and over and over again. And look, I do think that they use their uh, their power. They use their influence uh, throughout every airport in the world. Uh, that's a little bit of a joke. But they um, they do they have they have these morning meetings. They determine uh, what the political agenda and propaganda is going to be, and they press go. And it happens all day long. I don't know if you're still on uh, CNN at all. They oh, I'm a free man. I'm a free man, my friend. I got out of there. They, they never asked me to come on anymore. I used to be on almost daily, a couple times a week. And, uh, and what the, I could really see the shift. The shift happened at, at CNN and MSNBC when they decided that they would use their power uh, to elect the socialists that they favored, as you're saying. Um, then people like me... Uh, yes, I'm conservative, but I, you know, I, I, I'm not a dummy. Uh, and uh, and people like you and me, we need not apply anymore. They want to only put uh, conservatives and Republicans on, like that crazy man Joe Walsh, or people from the Dispatch, or you know, people that, that basically hate the Republican group. Party, hate conservative politics, hate the Tea Party, hate Donald Trump. If you're That's a Republican, right. quote unquote, uh, that they that that hates. These individuals, it's basically like, are you a Lincoln Project person, right? Do you hate and want to destroy the lives of Republicans? Then we will put you on TV claiming you are a Republican when we know you're really not a Republican so you can burn down Republicans. I mean, I I go back to this and we this is the first time I've been able to really talk about it publicly, Matt. But I was forced into my last year contract with CNN. And in my entire time that I was at CNN the last year, they used me, I think, for one, maybe two interviews. They hired me to silence me. They, They extended the contract, which they had the right of first refusal to match any other offer. And they did it to silence me. So they paid me more than any other CNN contributor 
per appearance, if you break it down, to do two appearances over a year, but it was about silencing a real conservative voice. And they said, all right, we need his name on a list so that we can claim we have real conservatives, but just never, okay. ever put him on TV. That's how corrupt you know, CNN was. MSNBC tried to hire me, and I went through the negotiations. And, you know, in the end, I said, look, are you really, you know, you put Greta Van Susteren over here. You say you want to move to a little more middle place, but you know, every indication inside me said they're not going to do that. And here's what's crazy. They all say, apparently CNN is profitable. Uh, I don't know. But the, uh, what I don't understand is why are they seeding so much of the country? Remember conservatives are the largest block in this country. We're always like in the 40% range in the Gallup polls and stuff or near there. We're always much bigger than liberals and socialists. Why do you have two major cable networks fighting for the wackos on the left? And basically one now added with Newsmax fighting for what is the biggest blocks. I, I never kind of understand that. It just must be the woke corporate culture of the big companies that own uh, these entities. And, you know, I actually think over time a lot of us are just going to stop watching all of this stuff. And hopefully we're going to stop using their social media apps. And what I'm finding at CPAC is it's growing because – we have a whole community now. They want to be with each other because they're, you know, anybody who comes from a blue state is it has miserable neighbors and everything is kind of like half closed down. And all the people who are normal want to be together. Now, most of people are moving to red states, and that's a real dynamic. But I think we want to start using our capital and our money and our consumer dollars to help entities that don't hate us. I couldn't agree with you more. You know, I remember last year when you and I were down in Florida at CPAC. Uh, I got on the plane after speaking out against big tech and had my Facebook uh, page taken away from me for months. I couldn't even get online and talk to the more than one million people that follow me all because I spoke out at CPAC. And I think it's very interesting that you were talking about being uncanceled last year. Uh, and now, yeah, it's taken some time for, I think, this to really sink in with conservatives. And it's really been yeah, the man, labeling. You might go ahead. jump in on that real fast. Yeah. No, go ahead. Trump, he gets uncanceled at CPAC after Twitter and Facebook cancels him. His uh, speech at CPAC, which was not one of his best ones, he, I think he was still a little bit in the dumps from a ridiculous election with so much illegal voting. And he got, I think it was more views than like the Grammys and the Oscars combined. And it was taking off so rapidly that they then took it down. So you were in good company when you got canceled. Yeah, it's and it's obvious that these guys at Facebook are, are stalking people like you and me and the president and others that speak at conservative conferences. But I think what's so interesting is, you know, it, it, COVID, I think, is going to really change the the social media landscape. And I want to get your reaction to this idea, because there are so many people that were non-political that put up articles and information that was genuinely not to be, quote, disinformation or lies, asking basic questions, just like we're witnessing with Joe Rogan right now. Joe Rogan hasn't put up misinformation. He's asked damn questions about the vaccine, the effectiveness, mask, and other things like that, and also medical treatments for those that are ill with COVID. And immediately they want to come out, destroy his life, and they want to destroy anybody else like him. But there's so many mothers so many fathers, so many people that were non-political that are now seeing the amount of power that Facebook and Twitters and others have to silence them as individuals when they shared information about COVID. And then all of a sudden, in the last 24 hours, 
Facebook sees the biggest one-day market drop value ever for any U.S. company. Why? Because the shares started to tank because the market, Facebook, for the first time ever, lost users, didn't gain new people. And, and, and this is the, the self-fulfilling prophecy. When you talk about the shares tanking more than 20%, Matt, that means the, the, the company's market cap saw more than $200 billion of its value. $200 billion completely wiped out. Again, this is the biggest one-day market value drop ever for any U.S. company in our history. That's huge news. It's huge, it's huge news, and I think um, it's a wake-up call, too. And, that, and that's what we all have to understand in this book that I wrote, The Desecrators. Part of the story that I tell is what it's like, and you understand this, Ben, um, when corporate America just kind of like told Mercy and I that we were uh, unable to have any professional relationships with them because we're domestic terrorists, because we support Trump, because – uh, you know, we uh, when we had CPAC in uh, D.C. last, you know, they blamed us as being a super spreader, even though we had one documented case. Uh, the insanity of the way CNN covered that was crazy. And so you you look at all this and you look at the corporate culture and you know who's leading this woke corporate culture. It's a it's a lot of the private equity companies, but these tech companies like Facebook have really led the way on 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 on, on bending a knee towards the left on every conceivable issue. And, you know, maybe, just maybe, just maybe enough of us. But remember, there's more of us than there are of them, which is why they cheated. You don't cheat when you're going to win. And the, 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 because of that, if we will just find our voice and push back and say, no, I'm not going there. I'm not going to buy your product when you're being so outrageously left-wing in your politics. You know, maybe we can pull back from the abyss. I, I think this has been a very hard, long, but much-needed awakening in this country. Uh, and that's part of what CPAC is going to be about. You can go online to conservative.org, get your tickets. You can join Donald Trump. You can join uh, other brilliant political minds. I will be at CPAC speaking at CPAC. It is February the 24th through the 27th. You can register for this event in a freedom-loving state, Orlando, or, or Florida, I should say. Orlando is the city where it's going to be. Uh, President Trump will be speaking at CPAC yet again this year. So make sure you grab your tickets. You can go online to concerta.org, click on get your tickets, and you can see that message from Donald Trump that they have posted. He will be speaking at CPAC. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Matt, I want to ask you uh, about part of the shift, and it's been a hard shift. Democrats kick the living crap out of us. And big tech is part of that. 
when Donald Trump was running for re-election, and it's taken a couple years for us to kind of get our footing, but even what you guys have been able to do, you've gotten 11 plus million views with a TV show that you uh, and your wife are doing called CPAC Now, as I've been uh, lucky enough to be a guest on you guys' show, and other conservatives are starting to kind of go direct with media. Uh, they, we see new things like President Trump's uh, social network that's going to be popping up and others out there. A lot of conservatives have tried to go direct. I'm one of those that has really pumped a lot of time and resources into building a large podcast so that you can't be screwed with by big tech as much and people can hear from you directly just like you and I are doing right now. But when you started CPAC Now, I'm assuming part of the reason why you guys did this is for the exact reasons that I just mentioned. Well, you know, I just got mad. I I was sitting in my house. CPAC had been blamed for uh, uh, Chinese corona. They wanted it to be conservative corona, and they were blaming Trump for it, too. And then we had George Floyd. We had had the lockdowns, which resulted in George Floyd, which then resulted in race riots. And I was just watching the whole world go mad, and I, I couldn't watch any television. I just turned it off because it was so painful when they kept accusing CPAC of being irresponsible and starting an international spread with literally one case turned out to be two cases later, but like, you know, it's just, it was so unfair. And I just said, I've got to start speaking out. So I forced my staff to figure out technology so I could just start uh, one day a week uh, talking to folks about what I saw happening and getting guests. And uh, that went on for a while. And then uh, after the end of the 2020 election, I was able to recruit my wife back. And uh, sure, she made the show a lot better. And she had done that for Team Trump. She had developed all their Team Trump. One of the greatest things about that campaign is they really developed a bunch of really popular online shows. And Mercy was the, the person who was behind that idea. And um, and they all took off and they would get millions of views. It was kind of like a, you know, uh, it, was, it was like a podcast, but you had video. You had a lot of um flexibility people could talk like you're letting me talk right now like that's that's so rare in media and uh and so uh we're we're rolling with this show and what we're trying to do is is we're not just trying to be a conservative conference we really want to be an everyday all day long conservative grassroots push and what the show is doing is allowing us to talk about all the important fights that we're engaged in in a way that's easy for people to access and so, you know, any show that week, it's, you know, what's amazing, Ben, you know, this was your show. We can really get any guest unless they're in a contract that says they can't come on. I mean, yeah, everybody feels the same way, which is I've got to get around the big media. And that's and that's one of the things that I think has been maybe the blessing of COVID is that it has given people the time to think outside the box and to, to reevaluate. I mean, my entire career over the last year and a half, I've reevaluated what we were doing, how we were doing it. Could we be canceled? How do we make it harder to be canceled? Uh, and how do we go more direct to people and go around big tech and not rely on big tech for views? How we rely on big tech. Uh, and, and I think so many people built these platforms. Spending, I spent a decade building my following on Facebook, and then they can just throttle it. Even if they give it back to you, they can throttle it. You've seen that, I'm sure, on big tech as well. And so it's 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 been a hard road. But I think we're going to come out of this stronger and with more conservative minds reaching real audiences on a regular basis than we had three or four years ago. Yeah, I completely agree with you. They say what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And I think, you know, teachers are realizing this, that they can't keep peddling this smut 
I think parents are realizing they just can't sit back and allow institutions like schools uh, to do what's right for their kids. I think we can't. There's no meat. There's hardly any media that gets uh, that gets created that's on our tubes, our televisions that is any good. I consider TV like a near occasion of sin now. It's like it's all just outrageous. And and if the news is propaganda, it just means we're all in search. Like I used to read the Wall Street Journal every day. I don't even know if I do that anymore. I don't read the Post. Um, I don't read the New York Times. So we're all on this search for like, how do I find out information? And I think what most of us are finding is, is that shows like yours are places to go where you can get interesting content. And I think a lot of us are just reading books and uh, and maybe renting movies or watching documentaries. It's like I have this conversation with everybody who has similar values to me. We're all in this diaspora of where do we go to find community and where do we go to get educated? And so we're not in this alone, and maybe we'll come up with some really enduring solutions. But one of those is don't turn on your TV so much. And another one is if you've got kids, read books out loud, pray as a family, talk about things like – when the kids come home from school, the TVs are off, and we just talk. And I can't believe I'm doing it because it seems so weird, but it's so much better. Let's talk about a couple political issues before I let you go. And and one I want to talk about is I am seeing a change in the type of candidates that we're getting to run. And I think a lot of this is because so many people that never thought about getting involved in politics have been awoken because of the lockdowns and because of the mandates and because of our rights being taken away uh, in the name of COVID. Everything uh, has been altered and changed in this country over the last two years. You look at the truckers in in Canada right now. They're winning. And now they're even talking Trudeau's talking about using the military to break them up. We're, we're being told that there's going to be a big uh, trucker event here in the United States of America. Uh, it was gaining ground so quickly that Facebook suspended their page, we were being told, yesterday. So they couldn't organize and they're still trying to figure out how to get around that. When you see things like what's happening in Canada, a place that's not exactly the most like activist group of individuals, right? They're a lot more kind of meek and mild than we are in America in many ways politically. But when you see these truckers, they just said, no, screw you, we're done. And now they're talking about using the military to go after these truckers. I don't think this ends well for, for the government. And I think it empowers people like the truckers to, to end up actually winning and, and having normal, average, everyday people running for office. And, of course, this is what the fascists have always done throughout history is they use their police power um, to, uh, to silence domestic dissent. And it's always interesting. If you look at who the fascists are today, they're all the left wingers. You got Justin Trudeau uh, wanting to use the police force to uh, force truckers to stop protesting uh, and to uh, and to force them to take a vaccine in our own country. We have Joe Biden. Just think about this kicking brave young men and women out of the military who wouldn't take a vax. Uh, while at the same time he's saying, hey, you might not be able to see your kids for six months because I'm going to deploy you to the Ukraine. It's like this is insane. They, they, it's what you said in the run-up to this conversation. What CNN and the other fascists are doing is they, they, maybe they convince themselves they're doing it for our own good. They, they're not the liberals anymore. The liberals of, of before wanted uh, you to make your own choices and live freely, and uh, even if those choices were unconventional. You know, the conservatives and the Americans who love America are the liberals. We're the ones who are saying, look, leave us alone. Let us decide how to raise our family. Let us decide what we will teach them. 
we are actually the tolerant ones. They are the ones who d- have no tolerance. You know, when, when I look around at who I live amongst here in Northern Virginia in the swamp, um, it, it's some of the most intolerant people you could ever imagine. Uh, you know, my neighbor won't let me trim my tree because she says she tells my Hispanic tree man that I'm a racist. Like, that's a real thing. Like, this is what's going on with these people. They have decided that we have the black hats, they have the white house, that white hats, and they can treat us as rudely and take away our rights. And, you know, it's not going to end well, Ben, unless they realize uh, that's not what America is about. Lastly, and my guest with me is the chairman uh, of CPAC, uh, Matt Slap. If you have not gotten your tickets uh, yet for CPAC, uh, President Trump is going to be speaking there. Many other brilliant minds uh, and, and up-and-comers will be speaking there. I uh, will be speaking as well, and on Radio Row. I'd love to see you there February the 24th through the 27th. You can grab tickets at conservative.org. Matt, one other thing I want to uh, talk to you about is that is the candidates. You know, uh, I have uh, tried to find brilliant minds and inspire average people to run for office uh, one of those, I even, I'll take credit, helped put on the, the radar of you guys, and y'all have helped run with her, uh, is Tudor Dixon, who's running in a, in a, in a more liberal state in, in Michigan, there for governor, a mom with multiple kids who is a hardworking individual, worked in the steel industry. You guys just had an event down uh, uh, at Mar-a-Lago, a fundraiser for her with President Trump, who has endorsed her, which I think is incredible. But we're seeing more everyday candidates, just like I mentioned Tudor, who is going to end up being a, a star and has a real chance of winning this race and, and, and bringing people like this, these, these normal everyday people, a mom, uh, to, to, to inspire them to run for office. And we're seeing that all over the country. Yeah, no, it's right. And what's interesting is there are just certain uh, trends in politics and what's going to happen this year. Um, it, we're going to replicate last year, but even more so. A lot of candidates are going to win in tough states. A lot of Republican candidates and conservative candidates are going to win in tough states. And a lot of not unconventional candidates are going to win. Candidates who haven't served in political uh, jobs previously, they're just going to win. They're not all going to win, but most of them are going to win. And why is that? Because uh, the toxicity of the cancel culture, like once again, like I described in this book, The Desecrators, this spiritual conflict we're in with people who hate everything that's good and holy and decent um, is it's just un-American. And I just think a lot of Democrats who have cops in their family and, and military in their family, and by the way, might own small businesses and believe in profit and such, I just think they've had enough of this left-wing takeover. And I think what you're seeing in polls is independents seem to be marrying Republicans and their views. That is a dastardly setup for Democrats come November. It certainly is. Grab your new book. Congrats on the on the book. I, I'm excited for that uh, and looking forward to reading it. You can get it on uh, Amazon or wherever you get your books. Desecrators, grab it, It's uh, and uh, you're going to want to take a look at this. And, uh, again, congrats on uh, everything you guys have been doing with CPAC now, if you haven't watched it yet, take a look. And, uh, and this CPAC is going to be a really big one uh, in just a few weeks, and I know it'll be a success. All right, make sure you hit the subscribe or auto-download button to this podcast right now if you haven't already and help us grow. And I will see you guys back here tomorrow. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, 
you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.